You are listening to 4625 kHz, UVB76, the buzzer. Please stand by. <coughs> Wait, what? This thing's on? Oh. <coughs> Greetings, buzzer listeners. You're tuned in to the buzzer overnight. To avoid dead air, we have partnered with the Podcast Producers Guild to bring you the following gift from the United States. The PAA podcast is recommended for mature audiences. Ugh, what is it about introing that show that marks one losing me? To the loo! Time to go drop the kids off at the pool, if you know what I'm saying. Hold on. Can I hear you? I can't hear you now. You're muted. There, you, you unmuted me. yourself. Sorry about yeah, that. You what is up, Daves? It's Saturday, and you know what that means. You are watching the number one conservative podcast in Nevada. We are. We used to be a free speech organization. Check us out on Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Spotify Video. Yeah, you can't find the Johnny Brew Show Spotify Video, but you will this week because uh, we are collaborating. And I've got to find your Facebook page, right? I was just looking through some Here, stuff. Go that to I... my YouTube. We got to play my intro because I'm not doing a show tonight. Oh, that intro. I thought you meant the Johnny Sloppy Seconds intro. All right. Yeah, let me go to. <laughs> Sorry. The one that I made out of love. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you look... know, I can't see right. I like see your live dashboard. I don't see like the video. Really? Hmm. But on Facebook, let me just make sure. Yeah. Yeah, everybody can see you and I and my YouTube here. So let's uh Yeah, I see it nice on my TV, but I don't see it nice on my phone. But you okay. see me. Yeah, Zoom Zoom is not perfect, that's for sure. As a matter of fact, here, let me cuz I got to tag Natalie. She always says she doesn't get a a notification for these things. Tag Natalie. I am. Why is it not work? That's weird. There it is. Okay, cool. Done. And then we want to go to the old Johnny Bruchot and play a... I sing along with it. I hate to admit it. It's catchy. It can be if you watch it all the time. Yeah, let's go with the, cloak, the Clark one. Why not? Welcome back. 
just in time for the Johnny Brew Show. Now, if that doesn't get you pumped up. Yeah, there you go. So now you intro your part of the show. You can All just right, say, my hey. name is John Brookhagen, host of the Johnny Brew Show, joined live with the PAA Juggalo Patriot himself, candidate in Assembly District 1, Mr. Chris Dyer. Hey, wait, 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 no, 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 you, you're, you're, mixing, you're mixing up stuff there because, yeah, I am, I am, Chris Dyer was at a meeting today. <clears throat> Juggalo Patriot's the guy sitting in front of a green screen right now. Oh, well, we got some footage of Chris Dyer that we could get to later. I'm looking forward to hearing all about how Chris Dyer spoke at the meeting and all of that stuff. You know, I introduced that guy, Chris Dyer, to the guy he's running against in the primary, and I made him take pictures with each other. I heard about that. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. I would never do this on the Johnny Bruce show, but we could drink on the Chris Dyer show. That's I mean, right. The, uh, uh, the PAA podcast. I had a really good time today, by the way. Right. It's, uh, those things are fun if you, if you know what to expect and, you know, I mean, people that watch this have seen meetings and, you know, it's just a bigger version of that. It was amazing. A lot of drama, a lot of drama that got snuffed out. So that's good. I hope. But all fresh drama. You know, I got, I, I mean, I, I have notes and everything, but I want to go through some of your stuff because, uh, I imagine people are here because of you. More than me. So let me. <laughs> really? I suppose. I only get like one or two people live. We'll see if anybody else jumps in with us too. PAALive.us is. See, there you go. There's your feed right there. It's it's showing live. So PAALive.us will uh, bring you to the show. So are these all your photos right here? Yeah, go up to my Facebook page. I don't see what's going on. Again, I'm, all I see oh, is gotcha. live dashboard. Yeah, I'm on your. I feel I'm, like I'm in the production room. No problem. I'm on your Facebook page and uh, it says. It's 21 minutes ago you posted uh, 46, 50 pictures, something like that. We can just 50 start. 50 pictures and like 25 videos. Everybody should go check it out. The Johnny Bruce Show Facebook page. All right. Yeah, let's go. I'm, I mean, yeah, let's yeah, I'm showing it right now. Some of those pictures. Yep. There's a, uh, God, I wish there wasn't a delay that you couldn't see exactly what no, I'm looking I, at. I get, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I, yeah. I got you. You don't get it for a few seconds afterwards. Because, yeah, I see it on there, too. So, yeah, there's Michael McDonald getting ready to throw a punch at you. He's had it with your shit. And uh, he's ready to take you out. He Salute. said that to me, you know. He mm -hmm. goes, hey, bro, I'm going to kill you. He goes, I saw that Michael B. Jack interview, which was from, like, nine months ago when they were running against each other in the uh, NBGOP race. With fucking Varlin Higby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> McDonald finally got up to that episode, and he got mad at me. He's been on my uh, he show. Was, he was playing. Obviously. Has he has he not been on your show yet? No, I tried to get him on at the same time. At the time, you know, <clears throat> however, when whenever that was. Then he says, listen, I got this thing in the bag. I'll come see you after the election because all I could do is mess something up. And I said, okay, I understand. And he hasn't been on since. Are these with your phone? Were these taken with your phone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Her comments are popping up over here on this window now. What is that? Uh, I can't even see it. I gotta get rid of that. I can't see what Natalie said. Oh, yeah, I don't know what Natalie said. It's hard reading the comments at the same time on some of these things. Uh, your quality, your photo quality is so good. Like, I can see deep into the crowd. 
Like if we ever right, need I'm evidence. Doing good, right? Did you see I was all of my video footage I'm hoping comes out just as good. Let's see how it looks. So I have a quick well, not a quick story. This is not gonna be a quick story kind of day. Uh it takes a while to digest these things. That's why I got rid of all that other candidate shit yesterday on the previous episode. A very special episode. Uh after school special. So Joe Lombardo came up like a gentleman, and and I'm happy to say, like, I probably won't vote for the dude, and I don't probably agree with the dude on much of what he thinks about gun control and stuff like that. But he came up like a gentleman, and Sally Minster helped him, and God bless Sally Minster for what she does for the party. because. And I got some pictures of all the people working over there. They all, Alita Benson and everybody. Yeah. Because Joe came up, and hold on, I'm going to go back, because yeah, I, I don't know how you skip around. So Joe came up, he, I, I got to put the wristband on him, I said, hey, I got to cuff the, uh, I got to cuff the sheriff, you know, and he laughed. You said and, that? Yeah, so stupid, right? But, that's pretty corny, I like it. Uh, right? Yeah, that's it's corny as shit. That's some Chip Chipperson shit. So, I, I uh, his crowd came up. Someone came up, and they said, what are these people supposed to do? And I said, they need to get in line. So, they then asked, Kim... Kim told them there's four lines with four computers. Get in one of those lines. And they saw me standing there with a bright red hoodie and came right to me. And we're with Joe Lombardo, and we were told to come up here. And then there was a guy in a suit with them, and he uh, was kind of up there, and he was kind of in Sally's grill. And I was like, I was like, yo, man, listen, it was chaos, right? right and, then, and then you guys came up. All of you came up. And it's even worse chaos now. Your guy, Joe Lombardo, got in the line and went all the way around the room and then, you know, signed in and all that. He didn't just walk right up here. And so, I can respect that. That's great. But I, t- I, I told him, I said, just be patient. Because, so, you know, like once so they rushed the front. what you're saying is Joe Lombardo waited online proper, which was a long line. I waited on myself. Yeah. And then when they realized that his crew had to jump onto another line, they thought they were going to cut all the CCRP people. I think and just. Sorry, they didn't get in line. They were working his table and stuff, and they just kind of wanted to, like, assume. His a, position. A, yeah, yeah. And it's like an entourage, and it was gross because they have his name all over their shirts. And so you know where they are, right? Yeah. So, you know, they walk to the front, and everybody's like, really? This guy? You know what I mean? It's bad enough that some people may be on the fence with you, but then all the people representing you, all 50 of them, apparently. All right, moving on. I didn't see it with my own eyes. That is a good... bird told me that some of the people in his entourage are registered Democrats. That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard that bird, too. Uh, This is a great picture of Pat Cassell. I'm not sure what the position is officially. Man, I want to see what you're looking at, damn it. If I'm talking about it, and if you look up at your screen that you have up there, I give you just enough time. See? All right. See? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm dealing with the lag. Like don't Yeah, don't call it out. I'm giving a description. We have audio listeners, and I've been yelled at for this because they don't know what they're looking at. So this is Pat Casal uh, in the foreground and Jesse Law in the background smiling at the microphone. That's a good-looking picture. I, th- I think you could, like, artify that somehow. You could, like, filter yeah. that and make it look pretty dope. I got a lot of pictures, and I was trying to be fast, but I take a lot of pride in my uh, picture-taking, and I try to really tell a story with it. Yeah, Seagal Shita. I think she just did an interview that I probably can't watch or talk about. <laughs> what are you getting at there? Uh, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Uh, I mean, 
There's a uh, there's Joe Lombardo singing. It looks like uh, somebody. It looks like Michael McDonald is clapping along while Joe. Sing. I wish I could animate Johnny. I, I I have puppets in in the cart, and I have um, just dreams of finding somebody who will animate for me, so that I could take something like this, and and just kind of make Lombardo's hand move like he's singing, and and Michael look like he's clapping. I'd I'd have a a fucking a, a field day, just a ball. Another good picture, though, right? It's a great picture. Yeah, yeah, these are all good. There's uh, there's John Lee, mayor of North Las Vegas. I don't know what to say about him. Google yeah, John Lee iPad. He's coming on. He's coming on the show. You know, and the truth of the matter is, he came, he visited me one day at school. I saw that. I talked to him, and I definitely have my reservations. And my, the point I'm trying to make about somebody like John Lee is, in the past, before I was so involved in, you know, the Republican Party and trying to turn everything conservative, I would respect somebody who went back and forth to a different party and they're, they're evolving their views and they're thinking for themselves and they're making different decisions than everybody else. But in 2022, that's simply not the case. I want hardcore Republicans. I consider people that may switch philosophies before they've actually put it down on paper. That's okay. But once oh, you're yeah, once you're ready different. to commit to running for an office or ready to commit to working for a party, you're joining a church, a club, a cult. This is serious, and you don't you don't get to jump back and forth. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean sometimes I it's allowed. You back then because I myself was under thirty then, and I'm like, oh yeah, you should be able to jump back from party to party. Yeah, I mean you know I, I've always believed what I believed, but when it came time to choose the party that represented me best, you know, it was, it was a clear choice. Right. And, and that's where all the Ron Paul people were too. So, you know, uh, I'm, well, not an, I'm, know. Not an, I'm not an anti-authoritarian. I know we lost, see, here's the thing. We lost a lot of Ron Paul people to the Bernie Sanders movement. And it was like, well, that make any damn sense. And then somebody had to explain to me, those people were just anti-authoritarian. They just liked being outsiders. We didn't like being outsiders. We never have. We've always we've always wanted to be accepted and our ideas to be accepted. So, uh, Adam Laxalt. Somebody said to me that he looked like he should have a tiny crown and a scepter in his hand. I was like, jeez. So there you go. There's my animator. Let's let's get after that. <laughs> I'm giving. If, I'm giving. If you got an animator, I gave you a lot of quality photos to animate. I see that. Yeah. That's. Uh... All right, that's not good. Michelle blinked. Michelle Fiore blinked. I hope you got more Michelle Fiore photos. No, but... that's the best one. I got like three of them. Oh, crap. The other one, the other one that came out pretty good and not blurry. Yeah. He's holding the microphone at an angle that, you know. Not flattering, yeah. animator could have some fun with. Yeah, I'm not a fan of doing it. That's too easy. It's, uh, right, that's why for... I didn't use it. Yeah, uh. You know, it's an interesting wardrobe decision that a lot of candidates make. That is a black backdrop, and a lot of our candidates look like stagehands. <laughs> Somebody came up to the uh, breakfast buffet and thought I worked at the Ahern. They started asking me questions. I'm not playing, I swear to God. God, you ever won red in Target? <laughs> <laughs> this is Jesse Law talking again. That's, that's a good one. got a little weird eye. All right. There's Sam Brown and uh, Pat Casal in the back. That's kind of a weird picture because it looks like Pat is uh, raising an eyebrow at something that Sam said. <laughs> Did you pick that one on purpose? Did you have to go through yeah, this Yeah, because I got a couple, you know, because I tried, I'm trying to participate. I was trying to relax and have a good time. 
And but then I was getting such good video and I wanted to keep going because I thought it was valuable stuff. So I'm trying to just get, you know, 30 to 60 seconds of video, get one or two good shots and then sit down and listen. Yeah. But then Pat stood up there and I'm like, oh, I got to get that picture. So I yeah. stood back up and I got a couple more of Pat standing there because I thought it looked good. So seeing Sam makes me think of something. You and I have seen these folks speak several times and uh, <clears throat> people uh, started pointing out to me. I didn't hear Sam speak, but I noticed that like the Sherelle Mendenhall speech looks very rehearsed. Lean on the podium. I missed it. Lean on, lean on the uh, the kitchen counter. Walk to the refrigerator. It was very pageant like, and I, I'm wondering if some of these folks are using like a comedy routine where they're where they're cutting things, and adding things, and we feel like we've heard the same shit, because they're still using the same nucleus. Because I heard I heard Sherelle had an issue. She went and spoke, uh, and and apparently the audience did not uh, like her message. It wasn't crafted for them. Oh, so she only has one campaign message, and she needs to have a adjustment depending on the demographic. That's yeah, and she's rehearsed it in front of the mirror. She knows all the moves. It's been blocked out, right. and it can't and it be changed. And it works good with a certain crowd. Sure. Yeah, I had a. I had. I don't know if you've got a picture of him, but there was another candidate who told a story with a lot of sound effects, and I. Um, it wasn't like you or something. Yeah, it was about a dog that sat on a nail, but it wasn't in enough pain to... Right, yeah. Did, did you get yeah. a picture of that guy? Yeah, I think so. If it's the guy that I think it was. I remember the speech, and I remember the guy that I think it was, but I'm not sure, but we'll see. All right, if I see him, I'll tell the story of what I told him. If not, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, he looks like he's running for sheriff. He's got oh, a badge on. that's the uh, McMayhill. Mick Mayhill, yeah, I'm not familiar with him. I heard, I, I was told by people that I know that I trust Stan Height. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I'm, you know, I'm not, all, all these races, I got a couple people I don't want. Yeah. But, like, for example, even if you get the old establishment, Rhino, Adam Laxalt, and I say that in air quotes, and you get the veteran, Sam Brown, or you get the church girl, pageant girl, Sherelle Mendenhall, I'm actually fine with any of the three of them. Sure. But there's definitely some governors I don't want to see. There's definitely some, you know, other things I don't want to see. So I'm not really endorsing anybody. But Stan Height, I'm pretty sure that, you know, he's my favorite in that race. All I got to hear sometimes now, I mean, like, I've been clowning on these people. And now the clowning is going to be constructive clowning. I know people are going to get their feelings hurt and, and tears are going to be shed. But... I can't have people running now that don't have information out there or are somehow making a mistake in my eyes. So I want them all well, to be you, successful. You got to remember, some of these people signed up at the last minute because nobody else signed up. Oh, I know. I read. So I said I give them a grace period, a two week grace period. I said that during my thing. Yeah. Oh, and and believe me. Yeah, I, I'm more than happy to give advice on how to lock that shit down. But I mean, I judge people on an email address. So these AOLs and these Yahoos, you got to go. You know what I mean? I don't, well, I don't if you guys to... are watching this on the Johnny Bruchot page and you guys are first-time candidates, this guy, uh, Juggalo Patriot here, he's going to bust your chops and stuff, but he'll also help you for free and give you a couple of uh, nuggets of advice so you can hang out with him as long as you can stomach him, get yeah. yourself a self-made website and an email and stuff, and he'll help you out. 
And I then paid, Illinois, you, and you I paid money talking, to go so. to the Leadership Institute. I recommend that the, the state party is putting on something from the Leadership Institute. It's on a Friday and Saturday. I can't go, but I wouldn't go anyway because I've already been to campaign manager school at the Leadership Institute. So, you know, some of this stuff, it's not all coming like from nowhere. I've been doing this for 15 years and I've never tried to become a consultant, but people with the amount of experience that I have are consultants. I've known them, you know, since I've been here. I just never monetized what I do. I just didn't feel, I couldn't stomach it uh, with politics, you know, to try and, because you got to, you got to back up some real shitheads. Uh, not, not to segue into it, but what's the guy's name? Uh, <laughs> Governor uh, Simon, is that his name? Dr. Yeah, Simon? that's Dr. Fred Simon. He's actually going to be hosting the Las Vegas COVID conference that I'm going to be uh, the media for. And I'm going to be interviewing uh, Lee Min Chan, uh, Lee Min Yan, the bat lady who used to work at the Wuhan lab that she was in charge of all the COVID research in China. Yeah, I keep um, hearing that. Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Fred Simon. I think Wayne Allen Root is the MC on the stage while I'm going to be backstage interviewing everybody. It's not, it's not Rain Allen Woot. You sure? You, you never know it these days. You might get... That's his incestuous uh, cousin from Alabama. <laughs> oh, how dare you? It's one of my favorite characters. It's terrible. Oh, so here, Barack Zilberberg. Dude, is, I just it, realized I'm, I'm not supposed to do that, right? What? That was very 1990s of me, right? What? To make fun of like Alabama, Arkansas, and Georgia. Because in New York, we used to make fun of the states down south. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's I'm a little, not allowed yeah. to do that anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of folks that moved here from the south, and you know, we we try to shed well, those I, kind of stereotypes. But people, but from there are Georgia people that in Alabama make fun of New Yorkers and call us Yankees and city yeah. folk and yeah. whatever else you want to. And I, I take it, you know, with the chuckle. Yeah, yeah. It seems like out here we could find common ground, and we do. Because, uh, you know, like I, I'm from Virginia, North Carolina, and there's a lot of Philadelphia and New York people there, and a lot of people that aren't happy about it. But, I mean, that happens. People migrate, and as long as they don't bring their shitty politics, uh, yeah, I got to get into that there in a little bit. So, yeah, Barack, he migrated. Wow. Yeah, Barack, you know, he's supposed to be on the show. Uh -huh. And while I don't know how much of a chance he's got to become the next governor, I do want to have him on the show. He's definitely going to draw eyes. Uh, the um, the thing that I did with the debate where I watched that debate, and yeah, that, that got a lot of play. So, I don't know. Annie Black running for NV04, right? Tony Lane uh, got out of the way. For Congress. Sorry, Congress. That's why I said NV04. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's District 4 or 3 or 1. I know it's not 2. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 4. Yeah. She's we, running against Sam Peters, but I don't know where Sam, Sam Peters is running in 1, 3, or 4. I'm it's not 4. Sure yeah, 4. Uh, 1 is the center. 3 is, I believe, still Hindertucky. Uh, right. 3 is Robertson's. 4 race. is like four is like Pahrump in North Las Vegas and then Mesquite. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm lumped in with Mesquite because I'm I'm up here at Aliante, so I, I kind of so get lumped four in. Four is with... Annie Black, Jesse Vargas, the boxer. Or did something he like did that? he get in? I thought we missed. I, did I miss oh, his he name had in there? Said he was gonna run. And okay. Also Sam Peters. Right? All right, now give me one second. I have the sheet up, so let me go to four. Uh, four is Clark County, just only Clark County, I believe. I hope. No, it's in other counties. I think. Oh, shit. I don't have the state page up. I, I was discussing this with someone, and I did not see Jesse Vargas, that, that Jesse Vargas had registered. So I'm not sure. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if he did or not. I don't think he did. I don't. I don't have the uh, Secretary of State's website up. But uh, it, um, yeah, I, I, Annie's great. She wore black too. So yeah, I like Annie, and I like Sam Peters too. And this is—is is this Tisha Black? Um, I don't see it. I Blonde. see this. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Election it is. results. What? Really? I see the election results. Uh, the oh. who filed? Oh my God! Why do you see that? That's not the screen I'm trying to share. I see all kinds of weird stuff. I would love to be able to see what I look like on that camera if I'm centered. Crazy, dude! You should not be able to see that because that's not what I'm sharing. <laughs> and if I look at the, all right, hold on. I I see what right, I'm doing. I see candidate filing right now. Yeah, that's not what's going out to the regular people. It's a picture of uh, Tisha Black with uh, Pat Casal in the background. I'm back on your live dashboard now. Yeah, that's that's the Facebook live dashboard. That that's yeah, that's a problem. I wish you could see the screen that I'm actually sharing. Oh, there's Richard Scotty. I didn't see him speak. Um, hang on, yeah. I, I, now I can tell when you will see it. There you go. There's Richard Scotty. Uh, so yeah, I didn't get to see him speak. Was he fiery? Yeah, he was a, you know, he looks like he'd be a good lawyer, you know? Yeah, right. Hey, can you know, we not get a... a lawyer than a, um, a public speaker. It's can, a little bit different. Can we get a Nevada flag that isn't fresh out the sack? Uh, you know, look at all the creases in that thing. It looks like the Johnny Bruchot sack. Mm-hmm. It's like we just moved here and bought a flag. It's like the Welcome to Nevada kit. We, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was here when this photo was taken. This is awesome. Um... Um, so some of these people, just I don't know if I mentioned it or if I've plugged my show yet, but uh, Annie Black will be on the first oh. week of uh, April. <clears throat> nice. Richard Scotty and Christopher Dahir will have two separate interviews on Saturday. <laughs> They're both running for Secretary of State. You scared me there for a second I'm because I'm like, oh, shit. Is, am I really committing myself to things and not remembering that I'm, I mean... Like I said, I've had trouble starting the show sometimes. I'm like, who who's in the room right now? <laughs> like, so you tell oh, me, Chris, so you tell me, Christopher Dahir signed up for some shit, and I'm like, did he? Right, right. <laughs> it sounds like the guy running in one. Right. Was Dahir. Right. Right. I get confused as shit now. Like, oi. we tried to do this one time uh, for Mark Roberson when Mark Roberson was running to get Mark Robertsons and Mark Robinsons to get on the ballot and just flood the ballot with people with similar or same names just to somehow, like, you know, screw up his his mojo. So there's Rob Kafka. He's uh, he's awesome. Uh, he arranged the sponsorship that got the chair. No armrests because we don't rest our arms. Here, you want me to play the... Here, you you sit here. And we got, we got time. We're only 30 minutes in here. And... Uh, I think I found someone who can make an impact. I don't know if you can see this, Johnny. Oh, you dropped out. Where'd Johnny go? All right. Yeah, I don't want to be advertising on, on the Johnny Brew show anyway. That's uh that's the Patriot Impact guy. Now yeah, here's some of the folks checking people in. That's Sally right there. Um yeah, she deserves an award. <laughs> right? Yeah, somebody somebody told me they were mad okay, hey. Somebody told me that they were mad at Ken Minster because Ken was trying to play both sides. Who's this? What? Uh, ugh, see, I hate when the thing pops up that I'm like, I you know I need a producer. Ken <clears throat> Ken Minster apparently was trying to, and I remember this. He was trying to play both sides with the Carrie Buck faction, right? Why? Okay, bye, Sarah. 
Shit. Fucking Facebook. Uh, it's probably because I, I don't know, closed something in the background. Oh, because I have your page open on Facebook. Shit. So, yeah, somebody's mad at Ken because he was trying to, like, make peace with those people. Okay. How do I yeah, turn that I off? God almighty. Uh, Alita Benson, one of the true superheroes, along with, uh, with Sally. Uh, she just had a procedure done recently, so I, I posted up. That's the reason I was there uh, trying to help out, just in case, like, she had to do something where she had to holler at somebody or God almighty, you gotta be shitting me. People are annoyed that, uh, I interact with Sarah and now I'm kind of getting annoyed because that shit keeps popping. (laughs) (laughs) There's Ken. People hate Ken. That's good for, uh, being, trying to reach out to the Carrie Buck people. And I don't know. Oh man. Jenna Waltho walked up to me, by the way, when I was, uh, standing there, and fist bump, which I tried to do with everybody. Some people wouldn't let me do fist bump. but uh, I don't do fist bumps. Yeah, I hear you. COVID's uh, over. Yeah, well, they, I don't shake hands with little kids. They don't shake hands with me, so, you know. It's... You don't have to shake little kids' hands. you got to shake my hand. Right, but I have to train myself. I'm in all you know school all day with these little people. So now I, Especially I also... at CCSD. You know, they used to tell me I can't, like, don't touch the kids. Don't pat them on the back. Right. Don't... Nothing. Don't even yeah. touch. <clears throat> I have to change into a completely other character named Chris Dyer, who doesn't curse. How about Mr. Dyer? It's Mr. Dyer. Exactly. Yeah. It's a variation of Chris Dyer. It's a, with an even higher filter on. It's 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 grueling, almost, how hard I have to, like, excuse me, <laughs> to think about, you know, what, what I'm doing. I don't know some of these people. Oh, I know these folks. Lovely folks. I hope, uh, now, I did see a social media post where Patricia, who is on, I, I don't know if you get this wrong, my left, and I, I want to point wrong, you know what I mean, uh, as I'm looking at the photo, where she was going to run for assembly. They had blue shirts. Blue's a Democrat color, but um, I don't know what happened. Something happened, and she wasn't able to run. So uh, her husband, Garland, has uh, jumped in the race and got red shirts. But then he dressed like a stagehand. <laughs> I don't know these nice folks. That definitely is not a tr- real Trump hat. That's a problem. <laughs> that is, uh, oh man. What? Why are these people still wearing that junk? I got to see what you're seeing. There we go. All right. So, um, I like to look in the background of your pictures. Hey, there he is. There's Garland. Right there in the upper left-hand corner. Of that photo. Oh, the Johnny Bruce show is a big fan of uh, Garland, so oh, you you'll be seeing plenty of him. Good. Ah, <laughs> there's some uh, some of Team Lombardo. Yeah, he brought the cool purple-haired lady. That's um, that's cool. That's we call that danger hair where I'm from. You know, <laughs> you go have a beer with her or something like that, but you certainly don't let her in your house or your trailer. <laughs> <laughs> They'll burn Sounds it like now. we had a specific memory there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, whenever there's trailer involved, it's definitely uh, something from from back in Virginia, back in the day. <clears throat> Blocked out memories. Uh, yeah, a lot of Gilbert support there. Joey Gilbert brought his uh, RV that uh, has no seatbelts. And uh, I don't know if he brought the kids. I don't think he did. He didn't come, did he? He was, uh, he was on an airplane or something. Uh, there was a, I think there was one of those Lincoln dinner things going on. Shit. <clears throat> 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's speaking why of which, I think Mike McDonald took off at like ten thirty or something. Good idea. Yeah. We gotta. I mean, we're supposed to have the Douglas Lincoln uh, thing, but nobody nobody says Douglas, so I don't know if it's gonna happen. I I know Jesse assured me that it would, so I'm not worried. But it's just like I I wish the marketing for it was catching up to that. There's Annie. That's a better picture of Annie right there. That's a good picture. Yeah, you know, I you know, I mean, if we're just if we're here on the PAA podcast, I could be blunt. Yeah. You know, she's a cute kid, but she doesn't take good pictures. I had to go through and make sure I found a couple of good ones. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. But she's cute, but she doesn't take good pictures. Especially maybe it's because you know how the girls are always taking pictures from above them? Yeah. When I'm taking pictures of these girls and they're on the stage, I'm taking pictures from below them. (sighs) Yeah. Maybe that's why they always take pictures from above themselves. You gotta walk around with somebody that has, or you gotta have like lights on your shoes that shine up under your chin. That's a that's always a good thing too. It's all about lighting. Like I I, I figured out, I bought a crappy LED light and I just put it like in my face and it bugs the shit out of me. And then when I look back at my video, I'm like, looks, looks clean. Good. Yeah, right. it's fine. <laughs> like, I'm worried. I got natural light. Yeah. As the episode goes on, the sun's gonna go down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's a big group photo there's matt anthony um cool story here i uh, so a lot of these candidates do not have contact information we just mentioned that uh rudy cly used to have rudycly.com and he was written up in a story somewhere and i clicked on it and it went to nothing so i bought it and i redirected it to this show if you go to rudycly.com you will actually get the splash page with a bunch of links for PA podcast, but I, I went to him and Matt and I'm like, yo, man, I own that domain. Like I got to give it to you. And it's, it's almost like trying to give a domain to the Tarkanians. Like it's almost, I have to beg them to take it. Like, dude, you need Rudy Clyde. And he's like, well, Rudy's thinking of getting, and I'm like thinking of getting, you know, Rudy Clyde for Nevada. I'm like, great, whatever. You have an eight letter name and I own it and I'm going to give it to you. Right. Right. So, write down the directions. I will give you. I mean, like I was, I was blown away. And then, yeah, there's Eddie Hamilton. Eddie Hamilton is. Um, he had a little bit of an issue with something at the bylaws thing, and and somebody, somebody yelled at Eddie to sit down. And his, Bill Carnes is so amazing. Is he not a cool guy? He's he's a funny guy. He's amazing. Yeah, and he told he's somebody. Got that dry sense of humor, though. And he's so smart, like, I mean, to run those sorts of meetings where it's contentious, because he said, hey, don't tell Eddie to sit down. Eddie and I have known each other for a very long time. We have done this over and over again, because it's true. Like, you know, to a newcomer, these procedural meetings that we do can seem like, you know, we're fighting. Um, I mean, and it is a fight, but, you know, we don't yell at each other to sit down as well, much as we want to. that's why Robert's Rules of Order. It exactly. It gives you an opportunity to scream your displeasure when it's your turn and STFU when it's not. Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like as a classroom analogy, like we have kids who run up to the microphone and go, what are we doing? And it's like, go sit down and talk to a neighbor. You know, like, do not keep interrupting Bill Carnes because you lost track of where we're at. You know, right. there's another close up of the candidate. This was a pocket I was afraid to go into. And then when I did, I was pleasantly surprised. I talked, I talked to Stan Vaughn back there. Uh, I didn't get ah, to talk. I, I met Stan Vaughn. I wanted to talk to Ed Williams be, just because I remember him as a uh, Dave McKeon lackey. And, um, 
but you know he's a nice nice enough guy there's uh eddie facey's head right there talking to ed williams they they go back pretty far along as as far as i do you know like 2014 or maybe i don't know. i think eddie facey came in the same cycle that i was but stan vaughn was back in that corner susan balcom i didn't speak to her she came to my house one time when she was uh oh rob says send me that pic so i think rob wants the uh i'll talk to rob later yeah so, yeah, back there in that corner. And then Alan Petrick was back there. Uh, is it Alan? No. No, John. John. Dr. Dr. John, John Petrick. Petrick. Yeah, yeah. I had a really cool conversation with him. So, uh, I like him. Uh, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I don't love him, but I'm in love with him. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Right, yeah. Like, I would go on a second date, even though we haven't been on a first date. <laughs> It's same same thing with uh, 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 Stephen Delisle. I haven't even met Stephen, but you know, I, I you know, I'm like, yeah, this this guy's because you know what's cool about Stephen? He didn't come to this thing. I don't know who that is. Exactly, he's running in AD thirteen. He he's a dentist who uh, ran in Henderson and barely lost. He's going to college for constitutional law. He's a dentist. Who wants to be? Who wants to to studies constitutional law? Who wants to be your assemblyman so bad that he moved himself and his uh, lovely bride and child to AD thirteen, a <clears throat> Republican stronghold? But uh, there's a turd in a punch bowl, and I have a hard time talking about it because somebody who's running. Uh, you you're familiar with Vim Miller? I've heard the name. Okay, I don't know what it is. Vim is running in thirteen as well. And his campaign manager is adjacent to someone I can't speak about. And that person was videoing uh, them. But so they don't like Dr. Stephen Delisle. They call him a carpetbagger because he moved from Hindertucky to uh, Northtown. It's getting ugly, though. A lot. It was crazy. A lot of the candidates that you that you like uh, have had an issue with people that have an issue with me. So even though I goof on your candidates for being such um, God-fearing folks, and here's a question I had in here. I can get rid of this in my notes. Why do you keep asking these people if they're Catholic? <laughs> in New York, you're either Christian or Catholic. That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, I was, I was baptized Lutheran, you know what yeah. I mean? But usually yeah, yeah. it, you know, but half of New York is a Catholic, you know, half of the Jesuits are Catholic and half of them are <clears throat> Protestant. So in my military, to me, it means something. But yeah, they all yeah. answer the same thing. They look at me like, no, 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 I'm not Catholic. Evangelical, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah I believe in Jesus. I don't, I don't believe in saints. No, see, I. Yeah, that's just I, the way I was brought up. I say Nevada, and yeah. I ask you, oh, are you Catholic or are you Christian? <laughs> in my military experience, uh, when I, we were stationed in Germany, there were Catholic services, and then there were Protestant services. So all the Protestants got, you know, one service. Uh, there was no Baptist, no Lutheran. It was all Protestant. It, so it was two services, period. And then once I uh, got in the Navy, I was in the ceremonial guard, and we had to do s funeral ceremonies. So, yeah, there was, they could each do each other's, but there was one Protestant, one Catholic. So I feel you on that because I lived in New York for two years. So, you know, like... And, they, and, and even the military does it like that. Exactly. So, you know, I'm not too far... Crazy. And the Irish. And the Irish. Are you Protestant or Catholic? It's just I wonder why you always lead with Catholic. And I'm like, these people are clearly, when they say... I'm a soldier of Jesus, not worshiping it, the saints. That's that's no, but sacrilege. In New York, if you're a soldier of Jesus in New York, there's a 50% chance you're a Catholic. 
No, I got it, but I'm just saying some of the lingo. Yeah, also no, being. Maybe I should lose that. You're right. Also being from Virginia, like the, the kind of evangelicals that I have drink uh, strychnine and dance with snakes. So, um, you know, it's, it's next level. Oh, this is a really good picture, actually. Isn't it? There's yeah. a lot going on right there now. There is a lot going on there. Yeah, because there's Dr. John and, and then, um, and I, I'm going to do this because I've smoked and drank a lot. Uh, our friend on the trust board of trustees, school board of trustees. Right, what's the name? Uh, yeah, you're going to fucking, you're going to make me. <laughs> Dude, I broke her balls for her van, too. She's got one hubcap missing. She parked in the best spot. As soon as you turned the corner, you saw her face. Yeah, but her. She's, I told her. I said, for somebody who's four foot five, you've got a lot of stature. But I, I told her, I, uh, Nissan Versas are like you know super rare and super hard to find parts because they're super awesome. Uh, Seven dollars a hubcap. So you know, I was like, get after it. Eric and Neely. Eric and Neely. Good God, bro. And I told her to use that name. They came to me early uh, when they first were thinking about running, and they're like. Oh, we've seen your stuff. A lot of people coming up to... Do you have a lot of people telling you they've seen your stuff? Yeah, they're all full of shit, man. They're all full of... You know, I'm telling you, in my own head, I'm such a big deal because everywhere I go, people, oh, I love your show. But when I look at the YouTube and I got nine fucking views, I don't, I'm starting not to believe some of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I break her balls, but she's, she's super cool about it. Some people are, some people aren't. There's the there's doctor. He's got it. Oh, that's a cool tie. Uh, did he get that at men's club? Did he win that at men's club? I don't no, know, I'm sorry. man. He had a bunch of little GOP elephants. Fuck me. Now I'm glad this is coming off the notes. Uh, 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 Rudy Pamentuan, am I am I right? I've, Something like that. I like him. I've met him a few times, and he watches the show, and I just said men's club, and it's not men's club. It's Nevada Republican Club. And I always, because I still live in 2008 a little bit in my head, I was very traumatized. I always say Dave Gibbs is the president. He's not. Rudy is. And Rudy's trying to bring in young people. And, and like, I tell him, like, I'll play a promo for the club. Like, I want to promote the club. So I don't want to. And he's probably saying if you could just stop lying about the club, that'll be great. Right. And I, I said, okay, I'll correct that. Rudy is the chair, and he wants to bring in younger people. And I said, I, I mean, I actually want to help if you have, like, a. You know, a 26, because I just want to, I have like the paalive.us social calendar. You know right. what I mean? Like, come There's in there. another uh, Asian dude. His name is Vince. And he reached out to me. And so I, I promoted one of his events. And yeah, just anything like that. I promoted the CCRP thing for Jesse. I promote, I'm promoting the uh, COVID oh, thing for... Uh, I ran an ad Diamond. every week for, for the convention. I want people to come to the convention. You know, it's... Oh, it's it was a great time, man. Wasn't it? Yeah, it's so much to digest, too. That's why I started doing this, because I used to just write it and type it to get it out of my head, but now I just speak it. So, hey, Richard Scotty, he's a, um, I got stories about Richard Scotty. I don't, I mean, like, it's a love-hate relationship, you know what I mean? Like, we go back a long ways, and he, he, he really stepped up to help some people that tried to bone us over at the RNC. They, 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 one of our guys who had a weakness for alcohol and uh, money, a uh, little lack of integrity was planted in our room. And when we got him drunk and he tearfully admitted to it, uh, we went and dropped him off at Richard's uh, hotel room in Minnesota. And it, uh, you know, when, you know, when, when he was, he was the, Hey, these guys are going to throw me out on my ass. The, the plan's fucked. I got drunk and told him what was happening. 
Because the Ron Paul people were going to mess up the RNC convention, right? So they needed a spy in our room. Fuck. All right, what's this? Oh, this is this, the Balcom and Stan Vaughn corner. Good God, man. You got over there when it was uh, super busy, huh? Got to get the good shots, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did anybody get mad? You were taking pictures of them and all? It's weird sometimes. No. People. I got a warm smile. This picture right here that you're about to see is amazing. That's Ed Williams, former vice chair and chair. He was kind of the bridge... I don't know. He he wasn't Sage that guy. So I think he was chair, and then Carl Bunce was chair, I think. But Ed uh, was vice chair under Dave McKeon. Not a fan. Then, then fucking Eddie Hamilton, man, wearing bib overalls. Like is that's the shit. That's amazing. And and uh, yeah, I don't understand like people probably very well, but me neither. Yeah, I don't know. I want. I want Eddie to run down ballot. I think people want to get behind Eddie. But... Right. Why doesn't he just run for, like, some assembly district or, yeah. you know, some school board or something? And then Eddie Facey. Now, this is interesting. Eddie Facey, uh, in 2008, when I ran for Congress, uh, uh, which was not not an awesome idea, uh, Eddie helped me out with uh, basically what I do now. Uh, he had a green screen studio, and this was, you know, 15 years ago. So it was, it was sick, the, the stuff he did. That was pretty I, cool, but 15 years ago. Yeah, so I super appreciate it. So he's a Carrie Buck person, but it, it's like Michelle Fiore could come over and kick my dog. And, uh, and I'd be like, that's cool. I mean, clearly the dog fucked up. But, you know, so, like, I can't say bad shit about Eddie because... You know, he's been so awesome, but he was on that Carrie, Back fight, Carrie Buck thing, and he's running for, I think, assembly? Uh, so he's an assembly candidate. My sound's no good? Yeah, your sound's fine. Somebody's saying, you're not, Johnny, your sound isn't great. Oh, I can't really hear you. I mean, I hear you fine. Huh. Okay. Yeah, oh, I think you were eating peanuts. Maybe that's what she thought. Oh, yeah, like... no, I, I grabbed a couple of uh, gummy bears. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring some gummies, too, but I did, you know, I already smoked. I didn't want to, like, get, like, all, you know, just slide out of the fucking chair all of a sudden. What's this dude's name? He's running for uh, oh, the Sam that's Peters. Fred Simon. That's Fred and Simon Sam again. Peters. That's a good-looking photo there. Are they both uh, Christian warrior candidates? Hey, were they on the Johnny Brew show? Yeah. <laughs> then probably. Yeah. And I didn't know, I don't think John put over his love for Jesus Christ, but he sure as hell did when he told his exceptionally long story. Of uh... You know, he, he, I was talking to him about it. I didn't catch the story. I caught part of it with the three-legged duck or something. The three-legged chicken, yeah. Right, right, right. And he said, you know, he was just grasping at straws because everybody was just saying the same thing. Yeah. So he just said to himself, let me wing it. Let me just... Tell one of these stories that's a great story and just do something different than I hate CRT. And, you know. Yeah. So here's the vibe. The right decision, here's the vibe of the room. We've all been to these meetings and we've all seen these candidates speak. So what we like is somebody that gets up and goes, I'm blah, blah, I'm running in, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for the this this wonderful room. Thank the Ahern. Thank Chairman Jesse Law and get the fuck out of there. Uh, because our your voters aren't in that room. And the first thing that a lot of us say when I hear your name is, who's running against that guy? So, uh, you know, in that room, you're giving shine to your opponent, and you're not winning anybody over. And if you need to practice your shit, 
that's the place to do it. Your elevator speech, your minute, your minute and a half. Because this particular yep. candidate that I spoke to that did that story with the squealy noises and shit, I, I told him, I said, bro, you're, that was too long. And you're in a room with people that possibly could be wearing hearing aids. And right. you need to know your audience. And I was a dick when I said it. And then I apologized to him later. He's like, no, no, I needed to hear it. And I'm like, God, right. I'm really, you know, like. Was it the 33-year-old skinny kid? Yeah, super young kid. Yeah, he had his yeah, Hispanic yeah. last name. Oh, sorry. I think I went, uh, skipped uh, uh, um, April Becker. I went and told her that I saw her on Sam Shad, and that was the interview. Because I said, I've seen small clips of her. I have a, a There's a video of her where she was talking about another brick in the wall. And she said, uh, this song was written by Pink Floyd and such and such. What if he had written it today? And I was like, unless Annie is being so meta that she's referencing the movie The Wall, where you know, by the way, which one's pink? Uh, where they're they're you know they're making a reference to the fact that somebody that people actually thought that somebody named in the band was fucking Pink Floyd, right? Unless she's being that meta that I said fuck it, I'm out, you know. But then I watched the Sam Shad interview, and she talked about becoming a lawyer because she hates lawyers. And I was like, and you know, there's like other things in that interview that I was just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, wasn't she telling a story about how, like, they needed a lawyer, but they didn't count her in? Like, she was, like, like the black sheep because she came from a bunch of boys and the no, father no, no. gave the... Was that got, somebody else I'm No, no, of? you're conflating her two, her two stories. So the back story is huh. all the boys got college paid for by granddad. but Because she was a girl, no college for her. So her husband has a business. She's an intelligent woman. Uh, and the business <clears throat> needed a lawyer. And the lawyer's fucking sticking it to him, right? So she goes, I hate this motherfucker. I hate him so bad, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to become one. Just so my company doesn't have to hire one anymore. That's, I was like, yeah, there you go. You know, That's like pretty I, badass. Yeah, I hate politicians so bad, I became one. Right. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm in. That's what I want to do. I want to run one day, and I want to break down the whole system back to the Constitution. I hate the media, so I became the media. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. There's some all-stars right there. Vernon, Kathy, Joe. Vernon, Kathy, and Joe. It's coming. Yeah, there we go. Well, that's the VIP section. Right. How cool was it that they put some couches around for people to yeah, just... Yeah, man. Yeah, right? Joe deserves it, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like... I mean, that girl, uh, she probably sleeps on that couch at the Ahern. Every time I go to the Ahern, she's there. Yeah, I mean, we're always there. So, uh, Tony Palmer, Assembly District 7, he got some cool shirts made, and he's a trustee. Hey, I don't know what happened. I, I, I barely pay attention to these things. Do we have 7 or 14 trustees now? We have whatever Jesse wanted. I think Jesse wanted 14. I think Jesse wanted 7. But well, uh, we have 7. Cool, because I'm a bad trustee. I mean, I'm going to admit that. Um, Tony Tony does all the work, you know? I mean, he's retired, and he's got a Corvette and, and shit. And, you know, I'm a teacher, and I got four kids. And, I, I mean, I'm, if Jesse, when Jesse needs me, when Jesse needs somebody to call and tell me, like, you know, shit's all fucked up, you know, I'm there to talk him off the ledge. But I'm, I'm, I've, I've not been a good trustee. And, and, and I apologize to Tony right here. Might be the beer talking, but Tony, I'm sorry. Tony's the nicest guy. He's the fucking nicest guy. What's crazy is 
he was a Virginia uh, Virginia Beach police officer when my dad was a Virginia For State those of you trooper. Don't know we're talking about the guy who's sitting down without the hat. Right. Uh, Tony Palmer, it's all over his shirt because he's a smart candidate. He's got his shit marked. He's run for office before. I like people that have run for office before, too. I know you got to run once, you know what I mean? And I'd love to tell, I would love to help the two people that are running. <clears throat> it's hard to help people that just moved here. I can't get beyond people that just moved here. That's I, uh, 10 years before I, you know, jumped in, but well, whatever. Tony's been here know, a while. When you bring this up, you make me wonder about stuff because... I do one day, maybe in 24, maybe not, but I do one day would like to serve, whether yeah. it's just a school board or local assemblyman, right? But I also think that, you know, if Nevada doesn't turn red, I might be out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, things can't get any worse here, you know? So what if I left and I'm me and I still want to serve? And next thing you know, I moved to Idaho or I moved to Ohio and I'm like, hey, you know, I like to run for school board. Or I want to be part of the state assembly and help yeah. you guys bring conservatism. Am I a carpetbagger or am I a newcomer because I wanted to change a location yeah. and I want to serve? You're a carpetbagger, and there's there's some sort of window where you're coming out into the green zone. In Nevada, we're very transient, right? So there's a certain number that people like to hear. I've been here for a blank amount of years. Um, so, yeah, when you come in, you when you want to get involved, you show up at the meeting where the people are going to be. And then you find one of the people that speaks or you say, who's running in my district? Like that's what we did when we first showed up to one of these right. precinct meetings. I agree. And then you I say, agree. Hey, I'm going to walk for you. I'm going to make phone calls for you. You could walk up to somebody like me who doesn't, it doesn't really have a team and say, you know, where are we uh, at? Yeah. Where are we at? Yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're doing and, this. You know, and I would do that. Like if I moved to Idaho and I would, you know, look at me now. Yeah, I'm yeah. not running in this year because I'm not ready. I've only known you guys for like a year or two. If any circumstance should ever change, I'm going to take whatever skills that I have and I'm going to move somewhere where the water is not up to my ankles. And I'm going to help people that are philosophically aligned with me. I'm not going to run for office. I don't know the lay of the land. That's a long investment you have to make. I mean, when you're 70 years old and you've you've had, you know, your career already, you don't, you don't have time to invest that kind of time. There's, there are races where if no one's going to run then by God, anybody run, but if you're, and and there's still a week for people to back out, go get their money back, go get a steak dinner, take their wives out for a nice, uh, you know, uh, maybe you get a Capriati's for a hundred bucks nowadays, but uh, you know, I mean, there's holy shit. You got a picture of me? Oh yeah, you sure did. Oh, what do we got? (laughs) Chris Dyer. (laughs) That is the, the, the worst smile ever. How many pictures did you take of, of me like looking uncomfortable like that? A bunch, but I didn't post. I only, you know, we could only take so much. Here. That's true. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, a good if picture. I only posted one picture, of Annie Black, you know, I'm only gonna post one picture of you. Did you get an interview with this guy from Gun Owners of America? I uh, sent him your way immediately. Yeah. No, I told him I wanted to. I don't want him to get lost in this election kerfuffle. Yeah. So I said, if there's a lull <clears throat> in July before, um, you know, after the primaries and before the general. Yeah. I'll get him on then, and if it continues to amplify, we'll just wait until, like, December or something, because I want people to hear what he has to say. Yeah, absolutely. He's friends with, uh, who was he talking to? Was he over there with Vernon Brooks? or with? Oh, no, no, he was just there's some consultant. I always forget his name. Ah, oh, Christ. And, and yeah, I've known this dude forever, too. It's, it's terrible you know how many people tonight? Name. Who's that? You remember Megaphone Dude who was yelling at Sisolak when he was doing the vaccine lottery? Was he there? Yeah. 
That I, dude. I taken a picture with him. I I didn't. I was very, very excited to meet him. That dude has beef with one of our friends. Really? Yes. I don't know oh, if it's I didn't o- know that. I don't know if it's okay to say their name with you know because it probably it could like, you know like, make the beef worse. But I guess you didn't catch wind of that. Yeah, that dude. Um, yeah, he's running for sheriff. The guy that, that no, that, no, no, not the guy who who not the guy who um, approached Sisolak in sorry. a restaurant. Yeah, I got confused. What who am I talking about the then? The guy with the megaphone. When Sisolak was doing the, when the vaccine first came out. Okay. And they were doing lotteries and they were going around doing the stupid lotteries. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. They were giving people prizes for getting the jab. Right. And, yeah. and the guy was on the megaphone <laughs> yelling at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was there. Wow. You recognized him? Yeah, because I oh. wanted to get him on the show and I messaged him. And he said, you know, obviously when you get Facebook messages from people who aren't your friend, they, they don't really send them to you. You know what I mean? They will hide them. Yeah. Right. So he didn't ever even realize, but I was, I wanted to get him on the Johnny Bruce show that weekend, man. There's Sam so Peters. I, meet him. I keep trying to go to Sam Peters happy hours, like after work. You know what I want to do here? All right, here we go. No, you're going to make me forget this. You go so ahead. The dude who confronted Sisolak. Oh yeah. In a beef with somebody I know. Yeah. Uh, um, no, no, no. There's a guy that was is with Go Nunners of America. He was with somebody who runs campaigns, and I keep forgetting his name. It's so sad because we're, you know, I mean, we we talk all the time. But he's running Victoria Siemens campaign, and he's running uh, Manny Kiss's campaign. Does that help at all? No. I okay. mean, I, I know those two people. I, I well, don't the, love those two Yeah, people. the thing is, I like this guy, but I don't like Victoria, and I don't like Manny. Uh, right, Alan Bigelow's running against Victoria simply because he doesn't yeah. like what Victoria's doing. And I I talked to Alan Bigelow today. You know, I mean, you know this. I mean, you break balls too. So, you know, like when I when I kind of roast somebody's beliefs, you know, I expect them to just be pissed. And Alan wasn't. He came over and spoke to me. And, uh, you know, and he said that, you know, like he literally did pray on on you know his decision because i goof you on see, people that say bro, god I'm told sorry, me to run man. right i love alan bigelow what of course right he went up to you and said listen bro there I he really is did pray no no but he's we were because t- I, I i he liked the line about christian enough and i said you know it's funny people don't get it because we used to talk about people do you liberty hard enough are you liberty as if it's a right. verb how hard do he's you a christian great guy man that alan right and he gets it so yeah, that was that was the cool part is that he's running against Victoria, and um, the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of situation. Right. And I told him, I said, look, I I mean, I get it. If you went out and took acid, and asked God or the universe or whatever, should I run? And the universe said, no, it's not time, or yes, it's time. Fine. So if you put your hands together and all the music on the radio starts telling you to do it, whatever. What I did, what Chris Dyer did was went home and called somebody in his district that just happens to be his brother-in-law and said, hey, guy that's lived in here for two years from California or me who's lived here for 24 years, who's well-invested in this community. And uh, that that person's name just happens to be a Dave. So that's that's who I go to for, you know, counsel. Is a Dave. I have a council uh, of Dave's. What do you think Chris Dyer's, uh, Mrs. Chris Dyer thinks about the chance of you know, Chris Dye maybe even winning something like this. She's, yeah, she's, what, this will be the fifth race? So, I mean. Right, but I just, and I don't know because I wasn't around, but I just get the feeling that 
even if you're going to blow it off and be a dick like you are, yeah. I think in your heart of hearts, you really want this one. Absolutely, of course. I, I mean, you ever heard of uh, 21 Pilots? My, you know, he says he paints his face like under his neck and he says, my name's Blurry Face and I care what you think. And, and people go, oh, he's being sarcastic. And then I watched an interview with the guy and he goes, no, I really do want you to like me. Right. <laughs> that's right. the whole that's the whole right. joke. And no, so, but you I, know, I, but I do think this time, just from what I've gathered, is a little different. I think other times you're like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. Run, you know, go yeah. weed, you know, I've I've had causes or people that I've run against, not right. not for the office, but against the person that's right. Joe Heck. I ran against Sue Loudon and Mark Hutchison. I ran against. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to be getting your best effort. Yeah, well, I mean, the money will have to come, but as far as, like, you know, as long as I don't have to spend any money, I'll definitely, the software is available. I don't have to pay for it. I just got to put in some work. So, I mean. And you like that kind of thing. Love it, yeah. And you I, I mean, a nice Zachary Guyman. Zachary Guyman, that's his name. Thank you, Vernon. Yeah, Zachary is there, and I love Zachary. And then, uh I do not like the people that he's working for. That's what I'm talking about, like working for campaigns. Like I would have to, you know, work for people that I don't think are very. Hey, hang on a second. I'm not going to talk about this guy. He seems like a really smart guy. He's running down ballot, but this guy right here. What was he running for? Assembly. This. Uh, is this, this the guy that was doing the voice thing? This is the one who was telling his story, which basically wraps up that he was listening to someone talk while something was making noise in another room, and he. He mimicked that noise four or five times during the story. The 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 punchline was that it was a dog that was sitting on a nail that didn't want to move because it didn't hurt enough. I don't know if this is a boiling frog analogy or what, but he loves it. He's married to it. Look at his pocket. This guy. I mean, at least he's wearing a shirt and tie, and it's a red tie. So, see, don't say that I always shit on people, because when I told this dude, I said, story too long, story too loud. And he was like, oh, shit, you're right. So... <laughs> He's good dude. Kid. I interviewed him. I got 22 interviews today. Holy shit. Yeah, so you guys 22. have some, You guys have some serious editing to do. Yeah, sorry, I switched no, back. No, no editing. We're just going to put them together. One yeah. after the other. Sorry, I switched back. I'll switch back to to this picture cuz this one uh Yeah, this one I got fucking waylaid. Um Here we go. That's so, my best picture of the day. I did not want to speak to um You were so mad at me. No, I knew you were going to do it. I, I, I was like, well, shit, because I don't speak at these things. I don't know if you felt the vibration whenever they'd say, we're going to have more candidates speak. It was like, oh, because then we got to hear, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that. Uh, our friend Natalie Thomas, I said, are you going to speak? And she said, absolutely not. Somebody keeps telling me to. I said, fucking don't, because this is not that room. This is not that place. Like these people could get turned off of you. This could cost you donations. No, you could but step- you know, if you're going to be that self-aware better than not talking at all like for natalie not for you but for natalie it would have been great if natalie went up there and said hey my name is natalie thomas i'm running 42 i'm really looking forward to winning this race and turning nevada red have a good one right like i said hey uh chris dyer teacher veteran 24 years here in the valley uh lovely room ahern thank you very much jesse law for the opportunity everybody have a great day just get the fuck out of there if they say 90 seconds do it in 20 and get out of there yeah, yeah. man. but this guy sorry man listen he uh yeah dean heller wasn't there this this dude got up there and actually made a joke of well the past two candidates the previous two candidates didn't use all their time so i'm going to use all theirs i have four minutes or Shut something up. Like, 
You didn't get the video? I posted it already on the PAA podcast. But then uh, I took it immediately, posted it. And and then he said, um, I guess it's his bona fides for being able to uh, work in Congress, or not Congress, Assembly, was that uh, he's a professor at uh, Toro University, some of the bioengineering, so bio, biomechanics, I don't know, uh, something in the medical field. Uh, but he said, I am a teacher, an educator, and I can speak for four hours. Would you like me to speak for four hours? Bro, don't even make light of that shit, man. Yeah. We, yeah. This is a fucking grind. We're all pissing away a fucking Saturday when we could be sitting right. in the Not backyard. Fun. On a beautiful not day, fun. not not funny. Yes, I mean. And that's when Natalie <clears throat> goes up next and says, "Hey, I'm Natalie." Mic drop. Boo. Yeah. Um, but that's a classic pick, bro. Come on, you guys look so nice too. Yeah, I told my wife at the last second. I went. There was a voice inside my head going, "Smile, motherfucker!" Like, don't don't <laughs> don't, don't make this too much of a dick. Don't make it look like it hurts. But I was like, oh, shit, Johnny. I knew you were going to do that shit. So I had time to, like, work it out in my head. I was like, yeah, you can I look like a... I got video, you know. You took video of uh, what? Oh. You and him talking. Fuck you. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he, said, he said we got to get together, and, and I'm fine with that. But the advice I'm going to give is there's a week to bail out of the uh, race. And if you don't want to spread Are our resources... No, but I'm oh. saying if we go together and get a beer, because he said we could get... He said, I spoke to Matthew... And, uh, you know, we should get together so we don't waste our resources. And at that point, there's Chris Dyer standing there, and there's a voice inside my head going, yeah, just take that $100 and take your wife somewhere nice. Get the fuck out of my way. Because there's some ego voice, juggalo patriot voice in the back there that's going, I've been around these people for 15 fucking years. They call me directly. And threatened to kick my ass. Can that guy fucking handle that? Or is he going to run back off to San Leandro and fucking, you know, go, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, because I ain't going nowhere. I got four fucking kids here. You know, people threaten to kick my dick. And I go, okay, I guess today's the day. But I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to back down to these people. And I don't I don't know that Matthew and Garland, they're, they're probably nice people. But I don't think they could stand up to some of these people that I've... I've known for a long fucking time, like Michelle Fiore. Ah, fuck yeah, talk about a segue. Johnny Brew, let me tell you about a segue, my friend. I have never, ever asked for an endorsement. I hoped, hoped that Ron Paul would give me his endorsement, but I never asked. You know, I just hope it would come when I was running for Congress. It didn't, and and I'm glad because Ron doesn't need to be that attached to me. But I went to Michelle uh, as soon as she got to the, to the, thing and I said I want your endorsement I'm going to ask for your endorsement and she said who are you running against and I and I described who I was running against and then she said yeah fuck it tell him you know like tell him say whatever you want to say I I endorse you because I mean we've known each other for a long time you know right. and, and you he, got a thing for her since day one dude she I had her on my podcast me and David Isbell she was running for assembly and 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 I I had, in 2010, my cause was weed. I, I ran the Nevada, right. Las Vegas Normal chapter, and, and I was seeing people get hurt. And it really, it really fucked me up. It wasn't just about getting high with the friends. Like, I brought Gary, we brought Gary Johnson, and, and I got a great organization of people. I can't take credit for what they did. They did, you know, great shit that I get to take credit for, right? But because of that activism, I learned a lot. 
And then when Michelle showed up on that podcast that David and I did, I asked her a question that she said, I have no idea. We spent an hour of me educating her and then she got elected. And I, you know, it's like, I feel like I've, it's, I felt like I've been pissing in the wind. And then she goes and she joins forces with Tick Siegerblom. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, ah, oh, fuck. She flies off to Denver. She, she goes to all the places that you're supposed to go if you want to start legal weed. She does the fucking work. And she makes it happen. I told her. I went and told her. I said, Zachary Guyman told me that he wants me to meet uh, Manny Kess. And I don't want to hear from Manny Kess. I don't hear from anybody. Because Michelle changed my world. You can't, you hey, can't claim that. I'm glad you told me this story because it seemed like you just had a boner because she legalized weed. But it's because not only that, but you had a part in educating her about it. So I get to take credit for work it. And she yeah. act like a politician should. Right. Yeah, because she went there and said, this isn't right. Because I told her it, at the time, you weren't, you weren't here, but at the time, I don't know where Lombardo fucking sits on this. It's probably, I don't even know if it, Lombardo was a sheriff when this was going on, but we had medical... And in 2010, people started opening their own fucking dispensaries. And the sheriff at the time brought in the IRS and the DEA. He let everybody in. A real constitutional sheriff would have fucking shut the highways down and told those feds to go fuck themselves. I'll handle this. We have a law here that says we have medical marijuana. We got to figure this the fuck out. Instead, they arrested people. And some of those people had medical conditions, which is why they were using medical marijuana in the first place. And they died. So I'm like, this is fucked up, Michelle. And she fixed it. So, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Who are, you, who are you giving the figure to? I hate that thing, man. The font blue? That stupid La Fountain Blue or whatever it is. It's, it's, it's called The Font Blue. It's the tallest building in Nevada. I um, hate it so much. It has such a backstory, though. When it finally gets completed, dude... It's going to be amazing. We've had to look at this. This is like a symbol of a... This marks... This is 2008. I, I, let, me, let me tell you something. You ever you ever seen the Washington Monument? Right. There's right. a line. There's a line in it. Look at it. There's a line where the color changes. They right. ran out of money for that motherfucker. The Washington Monument ran out of money. The Pope donated a brand new block, which then spurred donations. This was not funded by the federal government. This was funded by donations. Really? So that so that where that donated block starts is where the new quarried rocks start. So there's a line on there. So that when that freight elevator right there on the picture gets uh, fixed up with like a glass showcase that you can yeah. see the elevators going up and down, that'll be like the line in the Washington Monument. Yeah, whatever shit they attach to this thing to make it finally usable. I mean, dude, this thing's gone full circle. It's gone back to the original owner at this point. Like I it's. Know, and it just encapsulates 2008. It's the biggest build. I was really excited when they first started doing it. I thought it was going to be cooler than City Center. Listen to this. Uh, Vernon told me, my favorite part of Michelle is that she genuinely takes input from constituents. She involved me in 2A legislation, including letting me help to draft verbiage. People who don't know her don't understand how awesome she was in the legislature. And I mean, that's basically the story I'm telling. I'm sure that what I told her because it was um, reviewable. What what I had told her and how she listened and reacted and spoke was something that she could go back and listen to herself to reflect on. She may have used what we talked about in the legislation that got us legalized cannabis in this state. 
I mean, it's it's so easy for people now that 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 need it or want it. I mean, we have another revenue source. That's why I want to go to assembly, dude, because I thought that fucking money was supposed to go to schools. And I personally, I, my wife's a teacher, right? She's at a you school know, that's, that's falling apart. It's falling you apart. Know, I don't care either way. I probably would have voted no. But if you're going to give the money to schools, then screw it. Yeah, man. If you want to build new school buildings and shit. They built a new school building on the playground at this school and then somehow decided that the rest of the building, which is older than most buildings that are being torn down and replaced, could stay. But I'm like, I just, I don't know. I see it. I, weed is the answer to everything for me. I know it's kind of a crutch. But, I mean, there's money coming in from it, revenue, and it's all fucked up. It goes into the general fund, and I'm not Did happy Did I mention Michelle Fiore's going to be on the Johnny Bruce show in the beginning of April? Outstanding. All right. Yeah. You want to hit that subscribe button? Yeah. I'm going to hit stop share there so we can actually split this. Oh, look, this. I can see you. Now I feel like at least I'm talking to someone. Right on. Yeah, I stopped sharing the uh, Facebook there. I don't, uh, I mean, I, I have notes, but oh, here, let me go through these real quick with you. But I'm frozen now. You're frozen? All right. Sorry about that. Yeah, I did that. Um, something about maintain kayfabe. I don't know why I would put that in here. PAALive.us to fill in the social calendar. Here, this is weird. Uh, Margaret White is a Democrat spy. This just happened. That lady put her name on, like, everything. And apparently now she's working with Democrats. I can't um, I can't remember who she's working with. It's weird. There's some strange factions within the party now that we're all pointing in the same directions, but we're fucking running into each other like this. You know what I mean? So Margaret White, apparently, some of these people are Democrat spies, apparently. I, I worry about, like, like... I, I do this thing by myself, right? But if somebody were to come in and I didn't have my radar on, like they got inside and they said, hey, I can help you with this. They can really fuck this up, you know? And that's, it seems, it seems like that's what happens. Somebody steps up to help, like the chairman, and he doesn't see, you know, that that person's a problem and Mar Margaret White is now a fucking a thing. I can't hear you. No, I'm not Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, cool. Yeah, I thought they were going to make a sound. Um... See, yeah, who let her in? That's what I said. Uh, so, yeah, I have a whole argument about old friends versus new people. Um, it was, I, I feel like I have a good judge of character. Like, I like you. I like Natalie. Um, and then there's, you know, like some of these people I've seen on your show, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to let them in a little bit. I'm going to let a little more. And other people, I'm like, nope. Like, there's something they say. I'm just like, nope. Well, you know, and I've been very open. I think I've been, uh, let me use, uh, let me put it in vernacular you could uh, relate to. I really do feel blessed for the people who ended up coming on my show and the people I got to meet from Sherelle Mendenhall to, you know, Alan Bigelow and Dr. Listen. John Petrick and Fred Simon and Guy Nora and even Joey Gilbert and Noah Mount. Like, I've met a lot of really nice, awesome people. Yeah. And today, even, I, I've made a connection with Michelle Fiore. She's from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, where my dad's from. So we hit it off about that. And you see, you know, we took a picture. We looked like two peas in a pot. And, you know, Heather Florian had introduced me to Michelle to get her on the show. So this is the first time I seen Michelle where I wasn't just like, hi, my name is John. How are you? Right. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on the show next time. And, you know, and I mean, I like her a lot. She's really sweet girl. Same yeah. To Gal Chata. She's another sweet girl. Yeah, I, I don't know if you watched what I did on uh, Michelle Mortensen's show with uh, Ken Minster talking about Seagal. I mean, I, you know, I had to be grown up and not use uh, dirty words. I had to send Chris Dyer to do that interview. So 
the R word bothers me. I hate to be that guy. And everybody goes, oh, she's unfiltered. She says what she says. But I, if I were to drop R words, I'd get another suspension. Um, if I were to say hang people from anything, I'd get another suspension. I mean, I can't no, tell I, people, I can't tell people to metaphorically suck culture. my dick, but if I called them the R word, I'd be fucked. All right, well, you want to blow this up right now? You ready? What? I've been thinking about your situation a lot lately, and <laughs> I, I have a way to, I have a way to categorize it that maybe clear it up for you, or yeah. maybe it'll end up you getting your ass kicked because <laughs> I made you clarify this. I'll be a martyr for the cause. I give a shit. All yeah. right, good, good. Because this is yeah. a free speech organization. Yeah. I took my wristband the, off. I love what, you have your wristband. No, no, I checked my wristband because I saw yours. I was wondering if I still wearing mine. I pulled that fucker off in the in the parking garage. I go, is this a free speech organization? You're like, oh, no, yeah. no, no. Looking for the wristband, yeah, because I saw anyway, yours. Um, All right, what's the, yeah. Here's the here's my here's my uh, question for you. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're talking about, and you know, we don't have to play. You know, you have these inside jokes with yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. And people don't get it. And now we're up to like, I think you're up to six viewers. I think this is a new personal high. For you. It's possible. So I'm not looking. Yeah. Who might not know what you're talking about. So you're talking about you have a little tiff with TK, who is um, who's you know been working with the Republican Party. She's got a lot of friends around the country, including here, and some people that you may or may not consider rhinos or whatnot. But okay, the crux, the, the nucleus of their situation is there was a group that was selling fake Trump merchandise. Okay. okay. And I, I came and back I'm in the time. I'm you're not justified. See, I'm just saying uh, fine. There's a tiff between you guys. I tried you to say TK should suck my dick. Metaphorically. Right. And it's a joke. I've talked to, I've talked to TK about this. Oh, you are definitely going to get my ass kicked. And do you notice, do you notice I don't come talking to you that I talk to her, and I don't talk to her telling her that I've talked to you. I haven't because mentioned... Because we're friends, and I'm friends with her, and that's my business. I, I, I personally swore her name. On the table. Shit. So I've told her, stop paying him any attention. You know, he, he would never do it a second, third, fourth time if, you did, if it didn't bother you or you didn't let it bother you. That's I guarantee I you I haven't talked, to her in, uh, talked about her in four episodes. And uh, that's why anyway. the fuck this happened, because there's no that's oxygen. That's not my point. That's yeah. not my point. I Shit. think both of you should be able to let this go, you know, but whatever. You, you know, you're doing your podcast, and that's kind of your shtick, so maybe she should let it go, but then well, who is she? But who, who cares? Now, you got involved with another individual, and this individual is a gentleman as opposed to a woman. Now, uh, you a YouTuber, using, a YouTube oh, creator. Let's, you know, okay. let's, yeah, now, that's important. Now, you're using the argument saying that you're metaphorically speaking yeah. like you would say kiss my ass or suck my dick Whatever. or suck it like like degeneration x right or eat a bag of dicks right bag of dicks yeah should i go cultivate right. them myself now here's my point and maybe it's just me this yeah. is my question for you gotcha that particular gentleman who put in the complaint is that who put in the complaint to the podcast of producers guild or something i'm not sure if the anyway, person that you said first or the second one, yeah, but yeah, the complaint was filed and two names were said that I can't say anymore. All right, well, the podcast, I'm sure that um, my question to you is, I could see you telling that gentleman to metaphorically eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Because it is so foolish. Yeah. I could even see you telling that particular gentleman to kiss your ass. Yeah. But my question is, because I don't think I would do it, my question is, would you tell that particular gentleman to suck your dick the way you told the lady to suck your dick? So 
Before recently, I didn't know certain things that that particular individual was involved in, candidates, and other things I don't talk about on my show. People wish they think I talk about them, but I don't. So um, I, when I received the complaint, was at first expecting to be invited on that YouTube channel for about two seconds before I realized that we were, we were, uh, we were on a different level. Uh, we were at a 10 and that, uh, yeah, that other name that you said got mentioned as the complainant. Um, no, so but do you understand no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying is like, I respect veterans and I respect what they do because they are in the family court's ass. They bring candidates that, but see, here's, I've been critical of some candidates that they like and critical of their style and critical of their grift, uh, uh, as I see it. Because I understand your point as well. Yeah. But I'm trying to look at it from the other point of view. And my whole thing is I'm thinking it might be a little bit different when you're talking about a little girl and you're talking about a big man. You know what I mean? I just think that it, it has a different connotation. Oh, and I don't know. No, I, I get what you're, I get what you're I would have the balls to tell that man. Oh, no, I get I get what you're saying. There's other people in that particular. OK, so the person that we're talking about was not involved in the sale of the fake Trump merchandise. The people that get the suck my dick metaphorically joke are people that were involved in that. I got so I got an idea. So Mike Mike Colian, Mike Colian, Sherman Ray, uh, 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 shit. What's his name? Ron Solomon. They can metaphorically suck my dick. They robbed the president. They stole from the fucking president. But yeah, the other guy did not have was not involved. You're talking in about the R word. I've talked about the N word on my podcast before. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was young and dumb, I used to say, "Hey." I'm going to say what I say because I know who I am. And I'm, you're not going to tell me what I can say and not say. I've heard you I talk about that. I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. I, I've stopped saying things that I swore when I was 19 years old that I would say for the rest of my life. And maybe you should lose it. It's cute that maybe we... Maybe you should tell that little girl to kiss your ass instead of, to, you know... Oh, no, I haven't, like I said, I haven't said it in four weeks until all of a sudden it came up. It's almost like this person ran out of oxygen and said, what can I do let's to... Let's bring it back up again. Let's bring it back up, because until you brought it up, uh, the commitment was to not even bring up the whole situation. And oh, to just, I'm sorry. No. I only to, brought it up because I've been giving it some thought. No, fuck it. You'll get a phone call now. But uh, I'm well, down with, I'm down... Really- I'm down with the the suspension. I'm okay with the suspension until the people that I'm not allowed to fucking talk about suffocate. Because there's people that I fuck with, like Michelle Mortensen and you, who I'm waiting to get that, hey, man, fuck you phone call. And I kind of got that from Michelle, right? Because she's like, hey, man, I fucking earned those Emmys. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I have friends in the news industry. I know how you earn those Emmys. Relax. And we're pals. You know know what I mean? Yes. As Chris Dyer? No. I mean, just like I talked about how, do you know how daytime Emmys are given out to news organizations? Or you said that in like a phone call or a text? I was probably, no, no, no. It was on the show. 
No, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, in okay. in character. No, I would never fire that back to somebody. Like, yeah. That, oh, I, yeah I'd no, be, I thought you said that to her, like, on the side. Like, oh, yeah, I know how people get that. No, that was in the show. That was actually in the show. I said, hey, I'm a little privy to how these things happen. If And I showed it on the screen. I said, look here, there's eight nominees. And I think that's different. Six of them paid. And, and you know, they got their they got their Emmy. So she wants to go, hey, I, I earned that thing. And I go, okay. I mean, but she got it. You know what I mean? Breaking balls. And you get breaking balls. My wife is like, I like Johnny, even though he's not, you know, allowed to be played in the bed because you get breaking balls. And then some people who I think get breaking balls may get told by somebody, hey, he's not breaking balls. He does a news program where he tells people to suck their dick. Dude, are you ready for this? Okay. Oh my God. So I got 22 interviews that are going to be released. I'm hope I'm hoping tomorrow, right? Yeah. So I got that one dude. And I'm busting balls. And it was my best interview of the whole day. I'm like, hey, I'm lucky enough to be here with Dan Liar. What kind of a name is that for a politician? He did not like it. Did not like it. Oh, <laughs> no. That's the Tony Robbins guy, Dan Lear. He's gigantic. He did not like it at all. And, I was, and I'm telling you, he pulled it off. He was kind of a dick back to me. You know, like, oh, you know, but he pulled it off. We left, and then I talked to him about his policy a little bit. Hey. And then we went off, and we went up the air. I said, oh, great job. I go, that was the best one of the day. And he's like, yeah. You know, he didn't say fuck you, but he was like, yeah, whatever. Hey, uh, there's there's certain thing when a camera comes on, you kind of lose your filter and shit like that, and, you like, your autism kicks in. And, and that's what happens when I do this thing. So, you know, you say well, shit yeah, that, like, I, a, I told him before I did it. I go, hey. I'm bro, gonna he's going to hear it. About your name a little bit. I fucking did it, too, the first time I read his name. I, I saw him. I saw an interview with him. Shit. I saw an interview with him on a show that I'm not allowed to talk about. But, uh, um, so, you, you know. You're stupid inside jokes with yourself. Go ahead. Mean, keep I, going. No, dude. It's not an inside joke with myself. All right. Listen. Fourth wall break. The podcast producers guild is not a real thing. How can you say that out loud? But talk about Fight Club. But phone calls were made. Instructions were given that were uh, hearsay. So and so said that you can talk about so and so, but not about so and so. And I said, really? Fuck you. I won't talk about fucking either one of them. And this is bullshit. So it's almost like I was given a suspension and I'm yelling at the Podcast Producers Guild. So yeah, the Podcast Producers Guild is real because no, the fucking phone call was real. It, man. it took me a year no. to figure out that's a shtick. No, because the phone call was real from somebody that I didn't know I had a fucking contract with because I never read it, who said, I'll let you talk about this, but I won't let you talk about that. So it's real, dude. The rage, the outrage is fucking real, but it's just, it's wrestling. But it was one conversation, right? It was one conversation right. about... And wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. About the complaint. And then there was seven phone calls. No, there was seven phone calls to adults saying, hey, somebody fucking come get your boy because I don't need this kind of fucking stress in my life. And then those adults called the complainant and shit squashed. But I'm not fucking happy about it. I told you when it first happened. I said maybe the dude was... In his car, 
which you have a louder voice in the car when you're yelling at someone than you are when you're home. <laughs> oh my God, I wish I could have fucking recorded this. I don't care if I got a fucking felony for playing it. Fuck, man. Hey, everybody out there, this is some advice from PAA Podcast. Listen to this and listen to it fucking close. I'm going to share an app with you. It's called Call Recorder by Rev, R-E-V. You can't screen record your shit because Apple sucks. They don't know that you live in Nevada and it's a one-party state. But somebody did point out to me, Zach Guyman, that our shit bounces off of cell towers that aren't in this state. So you could get fucked federally if you record somebody. You have to tell them you're recording. But if I had this fucking phone call and I could send this phone call to people without, you know, like sharing it with the world, just responsible adults. I said, hey, when you speak to your friend, please ask them to tell you what you what they actually said. So yeah, I mean, it fucks me up, dude, because I watch people react to other people's YouTube videos. You put your stupid face on a video and other people get to punch it, right? You know that, you knew that when you were doing this, when you started doing this. So to be told that the entire gimmick of what the fuck I recreated this thing into, just just me, me and Rob talking shit. Now it's me watching things. I don't, I don't normally have anybody to play off. I watch shit and then I play clips and I shit on it. And I don't even shit on it. Like, I've been jealous of that particular show because they've got a crew, a team. But uh, it got all fucked up, man, because it, it, it went from, you know. I'm just saying, I, if I'm not mistaken, you and the gentleman were in the same room today. Everything was fine. he didn't go out of his way to find you, and you yeah. didn't go out of your way to find him. So why don't you just let sleeping dogs lie? Oh, no, I can't. I watched the show and it's gotten weird because now it's being posted on another person's channel, Sherman Ray's channel, living in Vegas. So now I'm wondering if the fucking creep, the creep starts happening and all of a sudden I get the, hey, you don't fucking talk about Sherman Ray either. You understand me? And then you don't talk about Erica Neely because Sherman Ray's running shit for Erica Neely. How far do I let it fucking go before I can't fucking talk about shit? And then I got to get by puppets. And then it's not metaphorical, it's a puppet show. Hey, I heard your puppets were talking shit about me. <laughs> right? I can't even say it's metaphorical because that goes right over fucking people's head. You know, get your meteor and go fuck yourself with it. That fucking, you know, because you try, try and be, I don't know. It's sad because I've been around for a long time and I've known these people for a long time. And then they step the fuck up and they really show their true colors. And I'm like, hey, well, did everybody... I figured you out after a month, man. Yeah. You're but a I... fucking comedian. Right? I, but, I mean, I mean literally. Yeah. And comedians are assholes. I, I, I've stated the influences and they're, they're clear. You know, Jim Norton, Opie and Anthony, it's, it's, people just don't get it. Some people do. I met so many people that get it. I, I heard about a situation today. I don't know if you heard about this situation. There was George Harris from the Ahern dropped a bomb yesterday, right? So everybody's like, well, people that are up to fuckery that want to, you know, start shit. They go, hey, did you read that? I go, no, I didn't read that. I sat down and read the whole fucking thing. And I went, I don't know what to think about this. So I went to one of the people that was involved in it. And I go, hey, you're in this thing that I just read. I feel like I've been staring at a tree and I looked up and, I, and a forest popped up around me. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know what these other people's involvement in this shit in. And, it is, and right as I'm talking, his lady, the guy that's involved in this shit running for county commission, uh, with the Rhodes people, this all mix, he, she says, oh, you're the PPA guy. And I'm like, I said, PAA. First of all, and uh, I said, yeah, and just to get to my point, I'm not talking about any of this shit. I have no fucking idea what the fuck happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have my head down and people don't call me or respond to texts. And I go, well, I fucked up. They hate me. And then I find out, oh, they're in a shitstorm. 
Like, I, I, it's a good thing I only texted him one time and then say, all right, motherfucker, I fucking hate you. Because they're in the shit right now and they don't need that from me. You know, when I, when I find out, I'm also in the shit. So, you know, I'm glad I'm not, like, reactionary like I might have been before. I might have talked about that thing not knowing fully what the fuck's going on there. Because I did talk to other people that were like, oh, yeah, it's fine. This, 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 and this. Then other shit that I can weigh in on, like Jennifer Ginawaltho. I, I just want everybody to be friends. Are you still like you know, that? I like TK. I like mm. you. I just want everything to be okay. I got some other friends who are, you know, they're both, you know, trying for the same end goal, kind of, but they both got different views. One person's trying to recruit everybody Republican they can. My other friend is trying to vet everybody to make sure we don't have any rhinos. And so the... You know, and they, they start fighting because they have different views of what we need. One person thinks we just need a Republican in every race. The other person says, no, we only need real Republicans, no rhinos. Yeah. And, you know, meanwhile, they both just want to get our freedoms back politically. And, that you know, and they get into a little tiff. And then somebody says the wrong thing about something that you're self-conscious about. And next thing you know, people are fighting over stupid stuff, like metaphorically telling people to, you know, yeah. do stupid stuff. I have a strange moral code because I like to speak unfiltered, but there's certain violations that I can't forgive. Like when I point out to you that you're stealing from our president, whether or not I even like Donald Trump, well, whoever the fuck is the president, don't do this at a county meeting. And you but stand there and you wave your... But by saying that the president said it was okay. Fuck that. They waved their badges at me and they said, fuck you, Chris. We arranged for that. When you present a problem for me, I don't bring you a fuck, you know, I don't like bitch. I bring you a solution. Rob Tyree and I showed up with real Trump hats that were from the fucking campaign. The state party stopped letting their people wear fake shit because they knew I'd fucking rip them a new one. The campaign benefited from that. The campaign benefits. It's not buying a hat. It's a donation. All right. So you, you stuck your flag in the right. soil. Right. So everybody that fucked that up, I'm not forgiving. I love these Christian warrior candidates. Well, I don't forgive. Was- that was six years ago, though, man. Not six years ago. It was like oh. two years ago when Sajak oh, was in charge. About 2016. It's been going on for that long. It was going on the whole time that he was running in 2020. It went on hardcore in 2020. That's why I went hardcore against it. Because I started bitching about it and people started going, yeah, I've been wondering the same shit. People I didn't like started coming up to me and going, why are you always putting your dick in these people's faces? And I said, because it's bullshit. They're ripping, they're, they're, they're stealing from the president at a fucking party meeting. I see those people at rallies that show up with a U-Haul and sell this horse shit. And I said, don't buy this shit out here. Go inside and buy it from the president. Why would I say that at a meeting? And these people said, fuck you, Chris. They said, fuck you, Chris. They made me get a business license in order to sell fucking Donald Trump hats from the campaign. Because you hate merchandisers, so you became one? No, we we took the story Trump, comes full circle. No, we took Trump stuff that we bought, and then sold it for the same price you that we bought, bought it for. You bought the shirt for twenty bucks and sold it for twenty bucks. Correct. We made a donation and then transferred it. We sold a whole ton of shit. We made a table next to their table with legit Trump shit from the campaign, not bought on spec. We paid for it. Rob paid for it. You so you pre-bought a thousand dollars worth of. Trump swag and sold it for a thousand dollars. However, however much Rob did it, yeah, we right. showed him. Here's the fucking solution: get the shit from the campaign, sell it at the meeting. 
You're hilarious. I, I just, I don't know, man. It's like, they, because they're like, you're anti-business. And I'm like, no, I'm pro-Trump. And I'm pro-laws and rules. I want you guys to follow the rules, trademarks and copyrights. The man trademark. you don't have to have a lifelong beef with these people. No, I do, because they'll stick around. They're grifters. They, they, they hold, they hold. They're, they're um, two different things. Are they grifters or are they going to stick around? What the fuck is selling merch? It's a grift. What I'm saying is they stick around and they constantly come back around. You're not a grifter. You don't make any money off this shit. I don't make any money off this shit. Sherman Ray tries to make money off this shit constantly. He's a fucking grifter. Uh, if you're if you're selling people your campaign services through this, you know, medium. If if you're if you're holding uh, big meetings with Candace Owen, and and you're charging people money. And, and people are asking you questions about, is this legit? Where's the money going to? It says it's for the party, but I don't see it's going to the party. And they go, here, talk to my fucking lawyer. You go, fuck you for life. How about that? You know, there's only so many fucking violations no, that they get. You know, I've been I around for a long fucking know. time. These people have a history. They have a fucking record with me. And sometimes I forget it. I just, I, I, I categorize it as, I, I compress the file. And it's it goes from all this shit that they did into fuck this motherfucker. On the wrong thing. No, it's no, it's just fuck this motherfucker, and I don't have right. to open it. You forgot though. I, I clicked on that compressed file. Yeah, and I will open it and then realize, oh yeah, like the Dave Gibbs file is fucking massive, and I'm like, why? And then people are like, oh yeah, I know you hate Dave, and I'm like, I forget that I hate Dave, and then it. And I'm like, and oh, you fuck. actually think about it. Shit, yeah, well, yeah. So I was trying to defuse the situation. I made it worse. It's fine. I'm sure she's fucking loving it that, you know, she's getting a little air from you. I love her. Hi, TK. <laughs> oh, man. What's his name? Mike Coolian? Coolian. <laughs> Coolian, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm still allowed to talk about them, but I didn't appreciate that because I don't want to talk about her. Who's the in uh, 81? Uh, Grinkley? Garland. Grinkley. Garland. Grinkley. I, somebody told me his name is Grinkley. I didn't make I didn't make that up. <laughs> but that's my point. That's how I show you affection. Yeah, yeah. By by loving the people you hate and by busting your chops. I mean, that's uh, what I do. Have you ever heard of Chris D'Elia? Uh He's a comedian. So he's friends with this comedian named Brian Callen. It is encouraged that you wear a Chris D'Elia shirt to a Brian Callen show. He must see Chris D'Elia shirts in the front row. I mean, it's it's right. it's it, yeah, it's ball breaking. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's to I, totally. I mean, it's like, it would be like if people came with PAA shirts to interview on my show. Right? Like WTF, man. Because you'd be like, how'd you get in Chris's house and get that one PAA shirt? <laughs> Did that motherfucker he wears give it every time he has an appearance. The one shirt. Yeah. Yep. I have so many one-off shirts. I have a Las Vegas normal shirt that I got an artist named Chris Dyer uh, to make. He's a badass artist. There's one. There's one. There's also Not a Dave Sage deck. Dave Sagedak mugshot one that's amazing. <laughs> one one off. Hey, are we done? You want to wrap this up? Yeah, well, I want to see that. I want to. I I never even watched it, so I'm hoping you're not saying something too personal. About what? Can you open up the last video on my Facebook page as a teaser for people to check out the videos? Oh shit! All right, yeah. Let me. Uh, to, I mean, there's a lot of videos. You don't have to show them all. No, let me find it. Let me find it. Cause you can all right, scroll through it to show people how many there are, and then um, you can play the last one. All right, so hang on. Let me exit out of this. So there's a video on here? On, on another one. Uh, another post. 
I did one post of all pictures, one post of all videos, because I hate when you look through a post. I got you, and they're mixed together, right? Right. I don't like that. So I put yeah. all the videos in one post and all the pictures in another. All right. Give me one second, because I'm going to hit share screen on this, because I dicked it up. <laughs> this thing is hard, man. Like, when you try and I do like it with Zoom. I infinity when I stopped the video. Hell yeah. All right. Let me get rid of that and hit share screen. God, I started sweating. And sound, and there it was. There it is, and now i got to move it over. This zoom is terrible. Why? Ah. I'll, do, I'll try it again. For some reason it closed that window. You know, see, the, that's what pisses me off, going back into kayfabe. That's why I had that note, maintain kayfabe. Uh, damn it. Now it won't share screen again. Because... Oh, shit. Dude, this is a clusterfuck all of a sudden. I like how you crossed out. We are a free speech organization. Yeah, right? Oh, so far. <laughs> all right, here it goes. There we go. All right, where where did you go? Uh, I'm, I'm, right, I'm right here. All right, so let's... Uh, yeah, here we go. Come on, play it. Oh, it's down here. Damn it all. We'll come to an end. Families are entitled to the American no, dream. And oh, okay. See, let's see who we got. One. All right. So let's see. Uh, is Michael McDonald? Safe coming here. More importantly, Dude. make sure people who live for real though. For the Michael, pause it. Don't play every video. Dennis. I'm skipping through them, but for real though, Michael McDonald really gave it to this to the, the Sherry Buck people. Here's the I problem. Know, I got it on tape. Everybody yeah. go visit my uh, Facebook page for the video of Mike McDonald trashing Carrie Ann Buck. Is that the video you're looking for? Because I'm skipping through them no, and it starts I playing. I want to show you talking to that guy. I want to bust your ball. You need to have communication. Okay, so with I'm your skipping party, through them. Sorry. With your leadership, your party. And Next is a man. Holy shit! How many videos did you put up? A hundred. Time is now. We need a drone. To win to the back. One. Up next is the lady. How in the fuck am I going to scroll to the bottom one? I got to like X out of here and go like, is there a list? Look at all these great interviews. Uh, great video. Jesus. The Johnny Brew Show, guys. I have to click on like the plus. Yeah, the plus 19 button. There we go. We'll figure this out. That's the beauty of being independent media. We don't have to like, fuck. It's going to do this every time, dude. How many videos were there? 96? This is the way Facebook presents this shit. No, 22. You should be able to see all the videos. I can't. Yeah, hit the plus 19 thing. I did. And that's I what... I have it... one like yet, bro. Hang on. I'm going to skip to... Oh. What do you mean? On your video? Talk. Where? On any of these videos? Well, you were just looking at my video. Yep. Hang on. There's... Zero so we just... great I, it takes a while for people to get home and then try and digest this shit and people go, what happened? And then, okay, there's Barack, there's Annie, there's Tisha Black... Richard Scotty, Jesse Law. So that's the mo I met her. She's Secretary of State. Big gentlemen. Sam. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. That yeah, guy. You know, Tim cool. Hello, everybody. My name is Tim Trebuchet. Oh, dear God. You got this. You walked away during his interview. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I have an email. It's on my, uh, it's on the website. Yeah, right. Waste effort. Okay. Because the, the primary thing is to make sure that the public... Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, is that I think I have an email? It's on my... Well, uh, it's on the website. Yeah, right. 
It's okay, I let it play about three or four times, dude, because it's really short. It's 11 seconds. It's on my, it's on the website. Fuck. All right. Wow. You can really, dude, you can really see me going through it there. I know. That's that's I the exact good, conversation right? I just quoted for you, where he says, "Let's you know, like we can get together and not waste our efforts." I think I have your email, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's on the website." Like he doesn't even have a website. You're such a jerk. <laughs> I know, right? I don't know what it is, dude. I don't know if some sort of Asperger's or an actual like personality disorder. I I I, I don't know, but yeah, you can see you it in my. You have a personality disorder. That's yeah, for sure. and you can see it in my fucking face, like you know, like what's yeah, right there. what. What's your email address? I'm almost like, you know, like, do I, do I fucking really have to go meet with you? I guess. <laughs> like, I couldn't even no sell it. You know what I mean? Shit. All right, Look I'll at go. Face. Look at uh, his face. He's so earnest. I know. He's real with you, man. I know. I wonder how many people. Here's the thing. I got advice because I, I hope that he's watching this. I I want to hang out with him and Matthew. That'll be fine. But, like, before the deadline to get your money back call people and ask them who I am. Do it for Johnny Brew. I don't want to run get along. I don't want to run people out of the race. And I mean, I want to like the guy because I'm a I'm a failed actor. He's not a failed actor. He's a very successful actor. He was in a play. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't I don't. Uh, these guys are new. I was new once, but you got to get kicked in your fucking head when you're new. That young guy that came in making squealy noises to the old people, I'm like, this kid will be around again if, if we're lucky. Just smack him up against the head and say, don't do that. I can't smack this guy against the head. He's, you know, life is almost over for him and I. And and for somebody to try and say, uh, you know, no, you got to do it this fucking way, you dummy. It's pointless. The picture you have on the screen speaks volumes, man. It does. I can't stop looking at it. I know, I froze it and it's it's just like, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's perfect. Right? Yeah, I need that picture you took, too. It shows you who the real asshole is. You <laughs> keep telling everybody on your show what an asshole this guy is. No, they I never said he was an asshole. Look, here's the point. If we go up, if everybody that we that, that can go up goes up to Carson City, you could create your dream team, right? I told Patrick and I told Delisle, I know the, I know the devil's up there, and they know me. And I bring you two smart fuckers up there, but if this guy goes up with up there with them, are they going to push him around? Are they going to make him run back to San Leandro? I had an analogy. Let me ask you something. How high does your house value need to go in Las Vegas? And how low does the house values in San Leandro need to go before you jump back? What if you had a million-dollar home that you paid $300,000 for here, and the house that was a million dollars in San Leandro is now three hundred? You got a huge chunk of... What what brings you out of here to get back there after you've only been gone for two years? Because where are your roots? You know what I mean? So I appreciate the guy's running for office, but he's not a young dude. And I know that he and his wife may think this is their destiny, but to me it seems like they moved here to take a role in a play. You're taking this way too literally. You know the Hey, draw in for office point. five times, man. I have a lot of time to reflect on shit like this. It's you very know, philosophical for me. But let me give you the big picture thing that I'm looking at. You know, I was um, guesting on another gentleman's podcast uh, during the week. And I pulled this same shit with him. He was running for, like, county clerk of Pahrump or something. Something like that. And and I met the guy that he was running against at a first Friday or something. So I took some pictures of the guy, and I, I sent the co-host some uh, 
text saying, hey, I found your friend, and hey, he's going to kick your ass in the election. Oh, man. And, and the other podcaster did not have the same sense of humor, the way you entertain my jokes. He, you could tell that my other person, who I've ceased doing the show with, I don't know why, he, he doesn't want to do them with me anymore. Maybe it's my sense of humor. You know, but he didn't take it as jovial, and even though you're taking it a little too literally, you know, you take it the way I mean it. You I get a lot of time to think about this shit. Deep. I go deep. I go deep. And then I try and get those deep thoughts out so I don't have to think them anymore. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I want people to watch everybody's stuff. That's the fucked up thing. It's like, I don't want anybody to not watch your shit or, or, or Sherman's shit or Ian's shit. Uh, I love it. I love content. I'm a YouTube addict. And and that's right. that's why I do what I do because I the and people I'm that I watch. About, I wish I could come out with a daily show, man. Like half yeah. hour every day. I would totally be down for that. That's why I'm always like, read I want to collaborate. Weather, read the sports. Talk yep. about Mike McDonald. Yeah. See you yeah. tomorrow. Exactly. Ian used to do that. Ian used to read the headlines, and I used to love that shit. And then it it stopped because it became this anti-mask. And then it disappeared. It's regenerated several Ian times. Ian is right. He was yeah. very informative about the couple of things that he knows pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. I know that it was a family tragedy, and it, you never know shit like that. And then you go, "Why is this person going off the fucking rails?" And then you find out why, and you're like, "All right, yeah, I probably shouldn't have piled on, or I shouldn't pile on." It's you know, it's hard to know sometimes. But and then every time, it's like get thicker skin too. Like if some bad shit Everybody. happens to me. If some bad shit happens to me, do I expect people to back off? Probably not. They'll probably come at me harder. That's the time to get me, right? So, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be like, oh, it's not fair. You guys are fucking piling on. If I fuck up, I'll cover my head. Right. <laughs> well, coming. I hope you keep being you, and I hope you don't get your ass kicked. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that sort of shit. I, I, I've taken some martial arts, and I know some shit, but I don't know enough shit to, like... One punch will kill a motherfucker. You know what I mean? So it's just not, there's no future in it. You never, you never know. Hey, but it was a great meeting. No, I'll go through them later. I I cleared out a couple. I never planned on going through them because you were going to be here and I wanted to be a good host. So I am, I'm just going to play, yeah, I'm going to get to the things that I do on the way out of here and then we'll cut the hell out. I'll send you a file and you can upload it wherever you want. Chop it up wherever you like. Totally, I'm do that. Gonna, you post it. You post it. You take all the views. Just post it to my... Uh, oh, you just share it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we have the Las Vegas COVID convention. If you want tickets, they're, uh, I think they're, I don't know, I think they're $200 for a ticket, which should be for these circles of doctors and stuff. They're usually like 1500 Dinner, everything else included, 200 bucks. But if you contact the Johnny Bruce show... I'll get you two for one. So you could bring your girl or you could bring your business partner or you could bring your secretary or you could bring your mistress. You got an email or a domain that they can go to to get to you for that? Just reach me out. You could give me a text at 702-501-5304 or throw me an email at the Johnny Brew Show at at gmail.com. And you're all over oh, Facebook, Dester. You can message yeah, Facebook, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. On Facebook, YouTube, subscribe. We got interviews coming up. And I also want to give a shout out to that guy Vince, who's uh, you know, you know, I always give a shout out to this guy Vince, and I always forget his organization's name. Hmm. Yeah. It'll come to you. Then you'll have to say it on your show. Then you have to say it twice. Yeah, I keep apologizing. I need to know it because you know why I get mixed up with Rudy 
And then there's another group that I think Mac Miller's involved with, like the AAPI or something. Which Fuck, is we didn't even talk about Mac getting 86 out of that fucker. Yeah, what's up with that? Have no clue. That's uh, something for next week or sometime, I guess, because I have no idea what the hell yeah, happened Mac there. Mac Miller got 86 at like 9 in the morning. To your benefit, you used his table. So, I mean, it was... (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me involved in that. You're right. I did use his table for Because he was right up front, too. Yep, right at the elevators. You got off the elevator, that was Mac Miller. Yep. Yep. And he got 86. So we owe owe Mac a shout-out because you got a lot of good content because of Mac, for sure. Yeah, and we don't know why. And he could come on, paalive.us, next week because we ain't got time for it this week. And he could tell us why he got 86, and we'd love to hear it. Pretty we, crazy stuff, man. Yeah. Hey, all this right, was I'll, a blast. Go ahead. Start doing your stuff. Thanks for my plugs. It's all um, good. I had a blast all day. Maybe it's because I, all I do is work. So actually socializing, even though I was working, was a lot of re- refreshing, to yeah. say the least. This is a lot a, of cool people. This is a big elephant to eat, and I'm glad you helped me eat it. Because normally when I do these things, I can't process all this shit, and it takes so I long. But we were with my photos. Your photos, and we were able to just go out live on the fly, and it fucking happened. It's done. One take, Johnny Brew. You <laughs> see me in action today, man. Yeah. We don't edit. We did. We nail it on one take. If I stutter, I stutter. We're going with it. Yeah, I think people are really starting to respect what you do and actually seek you out. Because when people say, "Hey, I, uh, you know, I'm gonna go talk to Johnny Bruce," like, "Yeah, go do that now." Like, yeah. So I, I think I, I think your cred is definitely getting built up. All right, I'm gonna run this shit. Get out of here. We we'll stop. We we'll stop that, metaphorically. Again, man. Let's stop metaphorically sucking each other's dicks. Am I right? I'm not gonna be metaphorically. <laughs> <sucking> <laughs> All right, man. Later. I just roasted the roaster, and um, so I still roast. So I still roast. I'm just that way. I'm that guy. So I still roast. Um, I roast probably every other week, and I roast a pretty significant amount. Of Anyways, oh, it's actually very good. It's actually very good. Somebody actually asked me about this shot and said it's an accident. This is not an accident. Everything in this shot is on purpose. This is cultivated to show you the you know, little fourth wall break, and it's already gone on too long. You've already seen too much, so uh, you know Easter eggs. Oh man, now I gotta change these credits. I gotta, like, I gotta take David Washorn out and not even have a producer and then put uh, a contributor. Co host? Nah, it's a promotion. Contributor's fine for now. Shout out to Rob Tyree for getting those bylaws done. I didn't see him at the meeting, I don't know if he made it there to the meeting, but um, his hard work. Hey, I love you guys. If you guys are watching this and you watch all the way to the end and you listen to the shit I say and you're one of those people that watch the show, this is only for my kids, for the legacy. I explained it to a few people, but I mean, it's all done. I love you. Even if I've been for talking about you. Now, some of you are fucking demons. Oh, shit. Here, watch this. This crap needs to stop.